This is the Visit the Zoo podcast, episode number 43. Today we hear about the Tiosipello, one nasty, deadly snake. Hello, everybody, and welcome again to another episode of Visit the Zoo. This is episode number 43 of the Visit the Zoo podcast, and I am your host, Fred Fishman, and I'm the author of the 12-book, 120-animal Visit the Zoo series, and that's available on Kindle Books and in print books, audiobooks, DVD, and, of course, you can hear all about it in this podcast. We have two active websites. Our main podcast website is at Zoo animals.info animals is plural by the way that's zoo animals.info if you want to help and support everything we do here at visit the zoo you can go to our patreon site at p-a-t-r-e-o-n patreon.com forward slash visit the zoo i normally mentioned about our third website my website my author website that is at frederickfishman.com. That's spelled F-I-C-H-M-A-N. But that is under construction. I'm redoing the whole thing. And of course, we have two merchandise sites where we take all the photographs from all of the Visit the Zoo series of books and we put them on t-shirts and hats and all types of goodies like that. We are on two sites on Zazzle.com and on Amazon.com. And it's under the nameplate Zooswear, spelled Z-O-O-Z-W-E-A-R. Quick way to get to the links, go directly to Zazzle on Amazon. Just go to zooanimals.info, our main website. At the very top, you'll see Zooswear at Zazzle and Zooswear at Amazon. And there you'll be able to go directly to our merchandise sites. Okay, business is taken care of. Let's get started. We want to start with our zoo news, and here's a couple of interesting articles. First of all, is one in Parade Magazine. It's about uh, the rescued animals. More than 3 million shelter animals are adopted each year, and some of them find forever homes with celebrities, people that you know, who spread the word about the adopting of their animals, as well as getting their cute little furry friends. So what I'm going to do is read off a about a half a dozen or so of these celebrities and a little bit about the animals that they adopted. The first one is a very internationally known actor, George Clooney. And back in 2010, Clooney, who is 57 now, saw a cocker spaniel named Einstein online. Though Einstein died in 2017, Clooney and his wife, Amal, now have two other rescues, Louie, a spaniel from Camp Cocker Rescue, and Millie, a basset hound from the San Gabriel Valley Humane Society. The internationally known movie star Liam Hensworth adopted a dog as well, and it was pop star Miley Cyrus who encouraged her boyfriend, the Hunger Games star Hemsworth, 28, to get his dog from the Wilder's Holistic Pet Center in L.A. in 2015. Enter Dora the Explorer, a gigantic rescue pup. 
the Irish wolfhound mix and her rescue sister, Tani, have since become two Instagram stars. And a picture, by the way, of the uh, wolfhound is, is huge. Then there's Andy Cohen, Bravo's Watch What Happens live host, who's 50 years old, could talk for hours about his loyal companion, Washa, a beagle foxhound mix he found on National Pet Adoption website, Pet Finder, in 2013. FYI, he's named after the pitcher, Michael Watcha from Cohen's hometown of St. Louis, and the name of the team, of course, is the St. Louis Cardinals. Then we have movie star Hilary Duff. Lucy was an amazing downward dog pose that she holds for 30 to 60 seconds at a time every morning, and I try not to miss it, says singer and younger star of Duff 30. Of the senior shepherd mix she adopted from the Love Leo Rescue in L.A. We don't know her history, she says, but... She's a shy dog with some anxiety issues, and that is Lucy. Let's go to another movie star, Ryan Reynolds. Reynolds visited a Houston animal shelter in 2009, intending to get a dog for a friend. I saw this big, dumb-looking retriever staring up at me, recalls the Deadpool 2 star, who's 41 years old. I whispered to him, Hey, let's get the hell out of here. And he jumped up like he spoke English fluently. Reynolds married actress Blake Lively and Baxter have been best buddies ever since. Finally, here is the pop singer Ariana Grande, who has eight rescue dogs, and she works with the Humane Society, and she's the National Pet Supply Subscription Service Bark Brothers spokesman, which partners with shelters. My mission is to help as many homeless dogs as I can find loving families who will cherish them, she says. Dogs are the most harmless, sweetest babies in the world. They show nothing but unconditional love, so they deserve it in return. Finally, we've got a story out of Syracuse, New York, and officials at an upstate New York zoo have announced the birth of twin red pandas, an endangered species found in Asia. The Onondaga County Executive Joni Mahoney announced Tuesday that the male cubs were born at the Rosamond Gifford Zoo in Syracuse on June the 21st. Zookeepers have named them Lufa and Dufa after the characters in Land Before Time. It's an animated dinosaur film series. And these two things are really cute. These red panda babies, they are very cute. Again, the name of the zoo, you may want to look them up to get a picture. I'm sure they've got a picture on their site. It's the Rosamond, spelled R-O-S-A-M-O-N-D, the Rosamond Gifford Zoo in Syracuse, New York. What we usually do at about this time is I play three mystery animal sounds. We then go to an animal description, and then I come back and say, okay, well, that these are what those animals were. I'm going to do it a little bit different because I discovered something on the nationalparkservice.gov site here in the United States. It's a list of, of natural sounds for animals that are in some of our parks here in the U.S. What I thought about doing is combining the sounds of the animals and the answers about what these animals are in the same segment. So rather than split it up, I'm going to do it all in one and just play you directly off of the internet the sounds of some of these animals that they have listed on the nps.gov site. Again, that's the National Park Service. And they've got it separated out in the different types of animals. So let's start, first of all, with 
the amphibians, and this is called the Couch's Spade for Toad. This was recorded at the Suaro National Park, very close to here, in Arizona. And this is what the Couch's Spade for Toad sounds like. Okay, you get the idea. I mean, just imagine having a tent and listening to that all night. That would just drive you nuts. Here is the sound now of the green, the American green tree frog, and this was recorded at the Everglades National Park in Florida. And that was the American green frog. Now, here is a frog. I've never heard of this one. This is called the pig frog. This was recorded again in the Everglades. That's it. Let me play it one more time. And that's the pig frog. All right, let's go now to the bats. And here is the sound of a spotted bat. This was recorded at the Yosemite National Park in California. Did you hear that high-pitched pulse? That That's our echolocation device to get the insects. Let me play it one more time. Okay, and that was this spotted bat. All right, let's go to some birds now. They've got quite a few of them here, so I'm just going to go to the most well-known ones. First of all, let's go to the bald eagle, and this was recorded at Yellowstone National Park in Wyoming. <laughs> Again, and that was the bald eagle. Let's go to the Canadian geese now, and this was recorded by the National Park Service, but it doesn't say where. Well, that's unmistakably geese. Here is the common raven in a big blackbird, and this particular recording was made at the Grand Teton National Park in Wyoming. All right, just going down the list here. Let me go to the, and this is the killdeer. And this particular recording was made at the Grant Corps Ranch National Historic Site in Montana. And that was the killdeer. Okay, let's go to the osprey, big hunting bird. And this was recorded at the Grand Teton National Park again in Wyoming. One more time. And that was the osprey. All right, here's an interesting bird. I've seen them. Beautiful birds, big wide wingspan. This is the sandhill crane. And this particular recording was done at the Denali National Park and Preserve in Alaska. Okay, that was the sandhill crane. And finally, let's do the western gull. This is a familiar sound, anybody who lives near the shore. And this was recorded at the Golden Gate National Recreation Area near San Francisco. That's familiar, isn't it? Uh, Let's go back to another category here. And some of these categories they've got are not animals. Like there's a category, a hydrological, which means they have sounds of the ocean and the streams. And let's go to insects. And let's just do, let's just do the bee. And this was recorded at Yosemite National Park. 
Here is now the grasshopper, and this is recorded again in the Yosemite National Park. Eating its way through plant life, I'm sure. Hopefully not your garden. Okay, now we go to the mammals. These are a little more familiar. Here is the sound of bison. This was recorded at Yellowstone National Park in Wyoming. If you hear that, you're too close. By the way, there was a news story that was just released about some guy who was up in Yellowstone and got out of his car, and he was drunk, and he decided he was going to go in front of a 1,400-pound bison who can run up to 35 miles per hour. Very strong neck, pointed horns. He opened you up with one slice of those horns, and he was taunting the bison. He would get right in front of it, and the bison would chase him. They arrested him, and I don't know what he was charged with, but talk about stupid, and if you are that close where you can hear him that good you're too close all right here are now some coyotes and this was recorded at the mojave national preserve in california let's go to the ocean now and take a listen to the humpback whale and this was recorded at glacier bay national park and preserve in alaska go to a killer whale now which sometimes hunts humpbacks and this was recorded again in glacier bay national park and preserve in alaska that was a killer whale let's go to a squirrel now and this one was uh, this sound was recorded at the yellowstone national park in wyoming Again, if you hear that, you're too close. Because they can bite you as well as steal your lunch. Finally, in the mammal department, let's listen to the wolf. And this is the Denali National Park and Preserve in Alaska, where this was recorded. Something beautiful and haunting about that sound. Let's hear it one more time. a wolf at Denali National Park and Preserve in Alaska. And finally, our last one, here is an alligator. And this was recorded at the Everglades National Park in Florida. take on our mystery animal sounds for today. And now we go to the animal description part of our podcast today, and we're going to discuss a Terraciopiello. I hope I pronounced that right. A Terraciopiello, and it is from Central America. And all I can say is this is one very nasty snake. I described this animal actually in volume number 12, the very last volume of the Visit the Zoo series. But I've been thinking about this for, for some time, and I wanted to make sure that I played this and get it off my mind finally, because this one is a snake 
snake that has one inch fangs, hollow, carry a lot of venom, and the venom that you can get from this snake, if you're unfortunately bitten by it, causes necrosis, which is a desiccation of human tissue. And the tissue, if you're bitten by this thing, spreads, whether it's the leg or the arm or wherever, and it gets bigger and bigger and turns black and actually your tissue falls off. It, it, it'll, it's a killing snake. There's no doubt about it. There are some disturbing images that I saw with some of the damage this snake can cause. So let's hear a little bit about the Teresia PLO. And what I've done is I've recorded a little bit of Spanish, which basically says what I say in English. Anybody who is listening in uh, South America or Central America or Mexico or Spain can understand a little bit about this animal. Here he is, the Teresia PLO. La Serpiente Nuaca Teresia PLO pertenece a la familia de los viperinos que cuenta con largos colmillos huecos aunque también se la menciona en la familia de los crotaladillos. Su bueno produzos, nauseas, vertigo, suegra, problemas para enticular palabras, shock o incluso la muerte. Habita en los climas tropicales de los chipas y el sur de Tamaulipas, pero también se la puede encontrar entre los plantios de caña de azúcar. Los nocas son cuacentes del mayor número de mordeduras en México. The Teresia Pielo, the scientific name of Bothrop's Asper, or Ferdelance, is one very nasty, nasty, nasty snake. It is extremely dangerous and deadly. It is known as the ultimate pit viper. It is the main cause of snake bite encounters with humans where it and humans live together. It lives in a wide range of lowland habitats from southern Mexico to northern South America. Countries where it lives includes Guatemala, Belize, Honduras, Nicaragua, Costa Rica, and Panama. It can weigh up to 13 pounds and its length varies from 3.9 to 5.9 feet. Some females have been recorded up to 8.2 feet in length. Females are bigger than the males. They have thick bodies and longer fangs, one inch long fangs. They have broad flat heads and highly sensitive heat detection organs to sense nearby prey. They like to live in tropical rainforests near lakes, streams, and rivers. Teresipiello snakes are nocturnal. They move around at night and rest during the day. They are solitary. Their skin coloring makes it difficult to see them on the forest floor, layered with leaves, branches, and soil. It is their personality and behavior that make the Teresipiello snakes so frightening. They are nervous, unpredictable, and aggressive when disturbed, threatened, or cornered. They are easily excitable. They move their large bodies quickly. They will try to flee when threatened, but are prepared to use those fangs when necessary. Those fangs can deliver a tremendous amount of venom because they are so big. They can also spit that venom as far as 6.5 feet. The bite can cause severe pain, swelling, internal bleeding, massive tissue damage, 
and death. Well, did that get your attention? I guess it probably did. Now we're going to go past, of course, the sounds of the mystery animals because we've already done that. We're going to go right to our last segment, which is where I usually read a poem. And sometimes I'll give some quotes and sometimes I'll do some jokes. Last time I read some jokes, I so enjoyed it. I think I'm going to read some more animal jokes. And I have, by the way, hundreds of them. I will try and pepper those in whenever I can because I I really get a kick out of those and, of course, the poems, too. I'm going to start off with my first one, but before I read the first one, I have to read the the two that I gave at the end of the, of the last time I read the jokes. So bear with me, all right? How do you get an elephant into a refrigerator? Well, you just open the door and stick him in. How do you put a giraffe into a refrigerator? First, you have to take the elephant out. Then you can put the giraffe in. If all the animals had a meeting, which one would be missing? The giraffe because he's still in the fridge. What is a crocodile's favorite drink? Yeah, you guessed it. Gatorade. Which side of a cheetah has the most spots? The outside. What did the buffalo say to his little boy when he left for work? Bye, son. Where does a dog park his car? In a barking lot or a garage. What do you call a chicken that crosses the road without looking both ways? Dead. What do you call an elephant that never washes? A smelly fant. Why do mice need oiling? Because they squeak. Where do sheep get their hair cut? At the Baba shop. What jumps up and down on the front of a car to help the driver see at night? Frog lights. What do you call a monkey with an elephant on his head? Squashed. Why can't you find a good animal doctor? Animals have a hard time getting into medical school. (laughs) Why did the hand go halfway across the road and stop? She wanted to lay it on the line. Well, if that was torture for you, I do apologize. And that's a wrap for this episode number 43 of Visit the Zoo podcast. I want to thank you very much for joining me. And don't forget about our main web podcast site, which is at zooanimals.info. Zooanimals.info. And if you're trying to go to my author site at frederickfishman.com, that's spelled F-I-C-H-M-A-N, it may or may not be ready because I'm redoing the whole thing from stem to stern, all the images, text, and hyperlinks. So be patient on that one. And finally, our Patreon site, if you want to help and support what we do here at Visit the Zoo, which is at p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com forward slash visit the zoo. And don't forget our two merchandise sites. The nameplate is Zooswear, Z-O-O-Z-W-E-A-R. And I have those sites with images uh, that I've taken from my books on Amazon and Zazzle.com. That's Amazon and, and Zazzle. If you want easy access to those merchandise sites, just go to Zoo Animals. It's plural, zooanimals.info. And at the very top, you'll see two tabs marked Zooswear on Amazon and Zooswear on Zazzle. And as always, and it's very important, very helpful to me, please subscribe, rate, and review, whether you're listening on iTunes or or the dozen plus or so podcast distribution sites. Again, please subscribe, rate, and review. I want to thank you again for joining me. Have a great week, and bye for now.